What's up y'all welcome back uh this is like a bonus episode i wanted to do so not one of the uh, longer episodes i'm going to kind of do it quickly i wanted to kind of give you like a monday motivation type uh inspiration monday encouragement type of thing that you see all across different platforms now uh, because mondays are hard anybody that's uh working especially if you're working for somebody else or doing a job that you don't want to do or that doesn't agree with your purpose mondays can be very very dreadful and it can be a struggle for a lot of us uh, i think simply because on monday you come out of your reality and go back into their world or you go back into somebody else's world and that's always hard that's always going to be tough especially on gifted people and since we are here at the gifted connection podcast where we connect our spiritual gifts to our purpose and to our calling and we connect with other individuals of the same mindset you know that if you're not doing what you're called to do monday is the day that you hate because it's where your senses are heightened and you say to yourself man i should be really doing something else you know you i remember on the drive to work i'd be thinking like oh man why why can't it be the weekend or that's not a bad feeling That's really the feeling that you need to have because that's your soul telling you you're in the wrong space. And and for me, what I notice, and and it may be true for you, it's not really about the job. Jobs are just a task that provides means uh, for food and for provision for our vision. We know that for me, it was the people. I didn't want to talk to some of the people. (laughs) And I can say this because this is my platform. You know, I didn't want to go and be in that environment. The environment was toxic because I was letting and allowing people to pour into my space. My mental clarity. I had to hear about their weekend that I wasn't interested in. I had to deal with customers that, you know, I didn't really want to serve that day because it wasn't serving me. It wasn't mutual. I worked around some people who complained all the time. 
and it was toxic. And I was like, I do not want to go in here and do this, especially on a Monday when I've lived the reality that I really wanted to live. I did the things I wanted to do. I had the freedom that I wanted and now I don't have it anymore. That's what Mondays were. So Mondays are hard. But also Mondays, what I've noticed just in my 30 years, Mondays, that's the day of a new thing. That's the day we always tell it. I'm going to start Monday. We tell ourselves that all the time. We pick a Monday on the calendar and to, to start something, <laughs> to create something. Mondays can be creative. So I, I think, oh my God, it's like a Monday mindset. Like we have to switch our mindset about Monday. Monday is the next day. It's 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 the day you picked out that you were going to change and you were going to look at things in a different way. So I want to challenge you. I'm not going to stay on that too long. I just want to challenge you to switch your your mindset about Monday. It's not the worst day of the week. It's not the first day of the week. It's just it's the day that you've decided things change for me. So as you go in there, I want things to change in your mind as you're driving up. If you're listening to me right now. I want things to change for you right now. Switch your mindset about Monday. It's not just another day. It's the day you decided to be great. Monday is the first day. You don't have to dwell on what isn't and and, and what you can't do. And you've been there 15 years or 10 years. X all of that out. Block all of that out. What you going to do today, this Monday? Switch your mindset. So this is just a Monday mindset uh, segment, and I really want you to think about this on your way in. I love uh, the NBA playoffs. Love them. Love basketball. Not tall at all, but you can, you're going to catch me watching the NBA since since I was a child. Basketball and football, that, those are my sports. But um, NBA playoffs is just a different feel, and I hate that my man LeBron is not in it. Uh, he's been in it, man, <laughs> for years. And this is the first time that he's not in it. Everybody knows he's gone, what, to the last nine finals. So just to not even have him in the playoffs, it's hard for me to watch. But I still watch because I love people, you know, who can compete at the highest level in anything, you know. So I love I love LeBron. If y'all know me, y'all know that. I'm a, that's 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 my king. You know, I, I that's that's that, that's my guy. I love him. I love everything that he stands for. He doesn't cheat his game. I'm not going to turn this into a, a LeBron show, but you can't argue me about LeBron. Just the businessman, the family man, the athlete, and just the look up his net worth. <laughs> look up his net worth while he's still playing. He's mastered his craft. And so, and I, and I wish he could win more championships, but basketball is a team sport, so I ain't going to go there. But I love the playoffs. I love them. And uh, last week or so, I was watching the Oklahoma City Thunder game against the Portland Trailblazers. You know, they shut the uh, Portland shut OKC out. And I like Westbrook, too. And this was just a good matchup. But what stood out to me, uh, I watched the games and I always watch the press conferences because I love to see what players do and say after they win or after they lose. Because you can you can learn a lot from a person when they have success, but study them when they have defeat and look at what they say. So I love to hear how they address the media when the media asks them certain questions. You know, do they get mad? Do they get up and walk out? You know, they're human just like us, you know, so it's all good. But I, I watch those. I love the press conferences. I, I love all of that. But I was watching the game, and I think a lot of people saw this game, especially if you're an OKC fan. This one probably hurt you. But Damian Lillard, 
He's going down. Uh, he's, he's he's going up the court. Clock is running out. Him and Paul George are going at it. And Damon and Westbrook have been going at it all night. All series, rather. Paul George, a great defender, in my opinion. You can argue it, but he's a great defender. He, he used to give LeBron the blues. If you go back to those Pacers, uh, Heat, Pacers, Cavs, all of that, those series, you can you can look at it for yourself. But this is what I want you to understand right here. Damon Lillard is going up. The clock is running out. Game is tied. He had he, he has a choice to make. He can shoot the ball, make it, boom, game over. He can shoot the ball, miss. We go to overtime. He has a decision to make. But he's going down, and he, he doesn't get man, too far up past half court. The clock is running out. He throws the ball up. It goes in. Crowd goes wild. Oklahoma City goes home. Everybody's holding Damian Lillard up in the air. It's crazy. It's crazy. He hit the shot. They, they did the thing we did when we was kids. Five, four, three, two, one. Man, he hit the shot. Went in. And what stood out to me was after the game, I'm going to the, to the press conference, the post-game press conference, they interviewed the guy that was defending him, Paul George. And to my people who don't follow basketball, just, just stay with me. I'm going to probably put the YouTube uh, up in the link in the show notes. But you have to see this. He hits the shot over Paul George. And they ask Paul George when the game is over, they say, you know what happened out there and he said it was a bad shot dame took a bad shot but he hit it he said it was a bad shot i want y'all to know that it was a bad shot but dame hit it <laughs> and i was like "Woo!" <laughs> y'all didn't catch what he just said he said it was a bad shot but he hit it they interviewed dame damien Lillard said you know i was going up i had a decision to make I didn't want to put the game in the refs, the referee's hands. I wanted to have control of it, so I shot it. He said I was going up, and I waited until I got to a spot where I felt comfortable, and I shot the shot. Paul George said it was a bad shot. Dame said he felt comfortable, and I was like, money. <laughs> I was that. I was like, wow. Perspective is everything. To the person on the defense. He didn't think he was going to shoot it because it's a bad shot. And what I want you to realize is there's no bad shots for somebody who's ready for the moment. Dame said, I was comfortable and I shot it. He said, this is a comfortable range for me. Paul George said, it's a bad shot. And y'all missing it. He said, that's a bad shot. Dame said, I'm comfortable. See, this is the thing. It's a bad shot to Paul George because it's a shot he wouldn't take. So he defended Dame based on his own instinct and not Dame's ability. And what I want you to see is just because you wouldn't do it like them, that don't make it bad. Dame was comfortable. And so what I need you to do today is find a new level of comfort. Find a new comfort zone. Because you can't go off what they think. Paul George said it's a bad shot because in reality, it wasn't. Nothing, I wouldn't take it. You know why he wouldn't take it? Because he's not comfortable from their range. And people judge you on their level of comfort. They're going to talk you out of your dream, out of your destiny, out of what you want to do. Because it's a bad shot. Because they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't go back to school at 30. They wouldn't go back to school and they got a baby. They wouldn't remarry if, the, if they had a previous failed marriage. 
they're not going to start a business. They're going to look at everything from a financial standpoint. I don't have the money. That's a bad investment. They're going to tell you the investment is bad. They don't want to take a risk. And, 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 and by all means, I'm not telling you to take an uncalculated risk. Damian Lillard said I was comfortable when I shot it. What I'm telling you is you have to get a new level of comfort. So you're going to have to practice outside of the normal range. Shoot your shot don't just mean throw it up. It's your shot. It's not their shot. Your shot means this is the shot that I've been waiting on. I've done this in practice a thousand times. The reason Damian Lillard said he was comfortable because he's probably shot this shot in practice. He said, oh, it's a comfortable range, but his defender said it was a bad shot. How many of you are talking yourselves out of your shot? Because the general population said, that's not the move for you. That's a bad shot. I wouldn't take it. You got to watch who you get advice from. You're about to go into a job right now and the people around you, they're going to tell you jobs you shouldn't apply for. Raises you shouldn't ask for. Promotions you shouldn't chase. Because they wouldn't do it. They're Paul George. They judge everybody based off what they wouldn't do. And all of us fall victim to that. But you crazy. If you don't think I can shoot this shot and hit it. When that's what I've been working on. Yeah, like you have to you have to develop a new level of comfort. Damian Lillard said, I got there and I was comfortable. He, he, he didn't even say I was going to miss or make. It wasn't about missing and making. It's about shooting from a comfortable range. He could have missed it, but he wouldn't have got on the stand after the game and said, I took a bad shot and I missed. You got to take the shots you know you can hit. Even if you miss them, the fact that you think you can hit them because you've rehearsed it, that's your shot, and I want you to shoot it. Y'all not winning because you ain't even taking a shot. Because somebody else is telling you that's a bad one. That's just what they wouldn't do. And you're going to let them talk you out of it and put the game in somebody else's hands. Damian Lillard said, I didn't want the refs to have control of it. I wanted to be in control of it. I could have drove the lane and got a foul, maybe. What if they don't blow the whistle, though? What if I take a charge and the foul is on me, offensive foul. I turn the ball over. What if somebody steals it? He knew that shooting that shot gave him the best chance at winning the game on his terms. Are you winning on your terms? Are you listening to everybody else tell you what they wouldn't do? Paul George, in his mind, really believes that. It's just a bad shot. Look at the press conference. He's salty. Bro, that ain't no bad shot. You wouldn't do it. Whatever you want to go after this week, go after it. And stop letting people tell you something based on their own calculations from things they ain't never tried. Out of fear. Safe people don't get there. I'm sorry. To play it safe, the game is in the referee's hands. And we know refs will blow a game. Your boss might be your referee, your coworkers, your family, some of your friends. When you gifted and you've been rehearsing and practicing and moving and, and, and working in that calling, you can take a shot that somebody else wouldn't take. And that ain't just anointing talking. I'm telling you the truth. If you've been working on it, shoot it. That's the only way you're going to know if you was comfortable. He had to hit some in practice. 
and you're going to have to do it in your career. You have to do it in your relationships. Some people would tell you, I wouldn't go back to them. That's what you wouldn't do. You don't know why she went back. I wouldn't do it, girl. I mm -mm, couldn't be me. No. Shoot your shot. If that's your marriage and you want to save it, save it. Put it in your hands. People will always give you their opinion. That's just who they are. That's how we're wired. This is my opinion right now. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you to do what you know you can do. I wouldn't take that. Yeah, you would. I wouldn't I wouldn't speak for free. I wouldn't do it. That's a bad move. Look, let me do it. You don't know what seeds I have to sow to get my harvest later. That's you talking. See, you do everything for money. That's why you're where you at. Everything is a transaction to you. Everything. You do everything for praise and approval. You don't even mean it. You just, they got to like it or it ain't real. Man, be willing to bless one person if that's what it comes to. That's your shot. So I, <laughs> I, I could go all day on that, but you got to get to the place where you're comfortable. Create a new level of comfort. I didn't say sit in your comfort zone. You might have to stretch yourself to get a new comfort zone. And the reason you're tired of going to that same desk, clocking in at that same computer, answering that same phone, saying the same thing, writing those same reports, is because you are comfortable because they pay you and you haven't allowed yourself to create a new comfort zone. And you're around people who are Paul George and you saying, that's a bad shot, I wouldn't take it. And they think you ain't going to make a move. So they defend you that way. They treat you like you're not going to take the shot. Look at the video. Paul George didn't think he was going to shoot it. I didn't think he was going to shoot it. I was like, ooh, buddy, kind of out there. I don't know. But, but this is the thing. This is the thing. When you start to do it, people treat you like that. When you, when, when you show them your new comfort zone, they treat you like that. If that was Steph Curry with the ball, who we know will shoot it from the freeway, you guard him different. There's a different way to guard Steph because he, he, he shoot him from the stands. He does it, though, in the warm-ups. He be shooting from the locker room. Look at the warm-ups. Steph Curry be in the hallway shooting the ball to be going in. That's his comfort zone, and you know it. So you start playing up on him at half court. They was playing off of Dame because they didn't think he was going to shoot. It's a bad shot for Dame, not for Steph, though. And the only way you develop that new comfort zone is to try it and do it over and over again. You got to keep swinging that axe until the tree falls. You ever seen a singer and you be like, man, she got some range. Singers know their range. You'll start a song and they be like, oh, no, that's too high for me. Ooh, why y'all started that high? They know the range. But you ever seen them like two years later and they singing that and song? They have, they have to develop a new comfort zone. They stretch. And they develop more range. And you ain't even amazed no more. You be like, I know she can hit that. There's some people you love to hear sing. They hit that one note and they up there and, it's, and you live for it. They hit it every time. You don't even think they're going to miss it. Boom. You have to stretch and develop and develop a new comfort zone. That's your mindset. That's your Monday mindset. Shift it. People know you for one thing. You might be too predictable. Your boss don't even think you're going to leave. <laughs> Your partner, they treat you that way. 
Cause you ain't showing them nothing else. Show them that you worth more. They'll get right. See, I'm gonna defend you the way I think about you. Based off what I know about you. Shoot a different, you got develop a different compass on so you can shoot a new shot. Damian Lillard hit that shot. Russell Westbrook and Paul George at home. Portland Trailblazers going to the next round. You're not going to get to the next round playing the same way. Everybody wants the ring in the playoffs. You want to do something different. It's not just a regular season game. When the ring is on the line, people play different. Dame shot the ball because it was a playoff game. Regular season game, he probably wouldn't took that chance. I don't know. But when, when it's the playoffs and it's do or die, win or go home, and everybody wants the trophy and the ring, you act different when the ring on the line. It's a different shot. What's your ring in life? So what you want to travel? Is that the ring? You want a big house? You want cars? Somebody, I mean, You want to buy your mama a house? What is it? You want to give back? You want your kids to have a life you didn't have. You don't want to have to worry about swiping your card and the, and the money ain't in there. What you want to eat today? I don't know. Not what can I afford to eat? See, that's a different question. Who can I bless? I want to be in a position where if somebody asks me for something, I can bless them and I ain't even got to worry about it if I really got it or not. But I got to shoot different shots to get to that point. I can't play it safe. I can't not take the shot because you wouldn't take it. We grew up around safe people. That's why our mentality is that way. They play it safe. Some of y'all just went to school. That was the thing to do. You shooting somebody else's shot. Entrepreneurship? I don't know, man. You just going to start some a business? How you going to get that insurance? And I don't know. That's a bad shot. I wouldn't take it. It's what they're telling you. Some of y'all right now about to walk in and be around some people that are daring you to shoot your Dame Lillard. I love the playoffs, but I'd be lying if I if I didn't tell you you in your playoffs right now. And you may not get to the next round. To my millennials, man, look at our age. We getting up there. You want to go home or no? It's different when you're 20 and when you're 25. It's different from 25 to 30. I got to shoot this. Nah, I'm Mr. 50 years old. You probably wouldn't take this, but I don't know. I ain't even had kids yet. I'm going to take it. Because if I want to get to the next round and get that ring for them, for my, for my legacy, for my name, I got to shoot. But I have to be comfortable doing it. And I want y'all to understand that the Bible says uh, during <laughs> uh, David and Goliath's battle. I don't know if y'all read this, but the Bible said that David ran to Goliath. You just read it like, oh, he had a slingshot and he shot. No, no, no. The Bible said he ran towards him. He wasn't just being like aggressive, like, ah, I got to kill him. He knew his range. And from where he was, he wasn't going to hit Goliath. And he didn't want to give Goliath enough time. To get to him first, he said, I ran, I ran towards him and I got in position. 
And I'm sure to the Israelites, that looked like a bad shot. But David knew his range. Boing. Knocked him dead. The Bible said the rock penetrated his skull. He could have he could have been further back and just hit him and probably just annoyed, annoyed Goliath with all that armor. But he got close up on him and the rock went through the skull, but he had to run to the spot. What's your spot? Where's your dame Lily? Where your spot at? And your spot to somebody else may not look like the spot. But you know your spot because you've been using this slingshot for a long time. You've killed your bears and you've killed your lions. Dame had already done that. David had already done that. Get to your spot. What's your spot? What's the spot where you know you're going to hit? Fire back and shoot your shot. Y'all be blessed. That's your Monday mindset. Shift it and live your best life. Y'all be blessed. Crazy world